0: What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the king of old school, Steve Credo. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. What, what up, what up? This is your boy, A-T-H. with the Undisputed Burger King, Keith Burger. Hey, this is T.J. Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Bondo. This is Bobby Fish, one half of Red Dragon. It's the hit boy, Red Titus, and you're listening to the ROH Podcast. Or oh, is it ROHCast on ROHWorld.com? They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. It's like some wankers. These three guys are something like FBI agents. Be
1: careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 108 of the ROHCast. My name is Harry. I am the web designer and co owner of ROHWorld.com. And I'm here with the American Bearded Nightmare, John.
0: I think it's time for us to update the intro song.
1: Go go ahead, because I I have a feeling I was going to say the exact same thing, but go ahead.
0: Because, what does Prince Nana say? These, how many guys? These three
1: guys! This is exactly what I was going to say, this is weird. Um, Yeah, he says these three guys are FBI agents. That's wrong, there's only two of us here.
0: Yeah, it's the A-Team, as usual.
1: Exactly, of course. The funny thing is, I think there was there might have been a botched intro he did where he said two. So maybe we can use that audio or something. Or maybe we can phone him up and just say, Prince Nana, we need you to redo that one bit of the intro and just say two people.
0: I think I think he'd be more than happy to do so.
1: <laughs> I think we've got other clips of uh Prince Nana. That we can put in that intro, maybe get rid of that line about FBI agents.
0: I was hoping we could just use that as an excuse to get him on the show again.
1: <laughs> we have got that line where he says, Me and you are porn stars, so we can always put <laughs> that in the intro if you
0: want. We could add that. <laughs>
1: um, so this week, the Ring of Honor TV was Road Rage once again. um None of us have seen it because it's Road Rage from a show we've already seen. I believe they show the main event from Death of Dishonor. They sure do. XI-11. I'm sure there's other stuff in there because that wasn't an hour long. Um, So yeah, we're going to kick the show off by reviewing the Ring of Honor in Hopkins show from the 28th of September, which I believe is called A a New Dawn. Is that A New Dawn? Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Uh, Both me and John have seen it. So for the second week in a row, both of us have watched a Ring of Honor show to discuss and review. We went through the results last week and now we've actually seen it on the video on demand. So the show began with uh, Adam Cole coming out in a very smart suit. He essentially was talking about how he's uh, his, his world title win and he was interrupted by Jay Briscoe who says that... he. <laughs> I loved it when Adam Cole said, who let this homeless guy in the building <laughs> when Jay Briscoe appeared. And uh, he basically said he wants to be world champion and he will be as soon as he's cleared to fight. And that was the end of that, basically. Uh, Then we got to our first match where Red Dragon defeated Monster Mafia, who were making their debut in Ring of Honor. Um, What did you think of Monster Mafia?
0: I thought they were pretty good. I can see why Ring of Honor fans wanted them in because this was my first chance to ever see Joss Alexander and Ethan Page as well, and I've heard a lot about them. Mm. So I can see definitely why... You know, people wanted to see Monster Mafia as part of the Ring of Honor roster. And after this, I have to agree. I thought they looked really good in their match with Red Dragon. And I have to say, Kyle O'Reilly is probably the most improved wrestler on the roster over the past year.
1: Yeah, when you compare him to, you know, pre-Red Dragon to where he is now.
0: But for the match itself, I thought it was a very good match and a great way to start the show. I thought this was you know the perfect way to start a show the perfect opener was something like this
1: yeah i mean they definitely impressed me i'd I, i'd be glad if they were brought back i think they apparently got visa issues at the moment so they'll have to cancel some bookings because they're both from canada and they've got some visa troubles or something so
0: what is going I, on with canadians and their visa issues i
1: don't know yeah carla Riley had some green card issue or something i don't know um but yeah monster mafia definitely impressed me and i'd i'd hope they get brought back in I thought it was funny at the start when um, I can't remember which one he has like the headgear type thing that Rick Steiner used to wear and some of the crowd are doing the dog bark for him and <laughs> um, that quickly went away when they sort of were impressed with his in ring ability so yeah both guys impressed me I'd definitely not like see them be be brought back and I was thinking that in these matches where Kevin Kelly is all by himself because unfortunately he was for this match they should mic up Bobby Fish Because he shouts a lot, and he says some funny stuff while he's in the ring. Just mic him up. Let us hear it. It's better than Kevin Kelly. Um, Excuse me. Then we get to Mark Briscoe defeating Silas Young. Now, we complained about this when we read the results, but I'm actually okay with how it happened.
0: I was going to say the exact same thing, because it's not like he beat him decisively. He kind of caught him in a roll-up and got the win. And Saw this song immediately attacked him afterwards. Yeah. So I was fine with how it went down. I thought the match itself was pretty decent.
1: Mm, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was uh Oh, I should add that this is where um, Adam Cole actually joined Kevin Kelly on commentary to try and stop our ears from bleeding for a full three hours. <laughs> um I thought Adam Cole did great on commentary the entire night, to be honest. He he Yeah, he w- he was fantastic. Yeah. Obviously he couldn't commentate on his own match, but that that'd be interesting. Um and he wasn't there for the TV title match, but he was there for the rest of it, and I thought he did a great job. So I'd be happy with them having more wrestlers take on these guest spots in commentary because they obviously have no one to use permanently on these sort of B shows. So I think having the wrestlers step in and do it is a, is a great idea, really.
0: And they had Bobby Fish doing it for a while. I don't know why they don't, you know, kind of rotate him and Adam Cole and one other wrestler who can talk pretty well, like a Kevin Steen would work. Fine yeah. With
1: it. Yeah, just to have people who were wrestling that night come in like a couple of matches before their match to hype it up or something, and just anything to distract us from Kevin Kelly because him by himself just really doesn't work. He was bad on this show again, Kevin yeah, Kelly was. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things I'm sure will bring up as, the, as we get through the matches. Um, So yeah, Briscoe essentially rolled up Silas to get a surprise victory, and then Silas got his revenge after the match, which then leads to the announced match that we'll talk about in the news. So good to see that it's going to lead to a little program between the two. So all for that, take back the negative stuff I said about uh, the result itself. Um, then we had Michael Elgin and Jay Lethal defeating Adrenaline Rush. What do you think of this match, John?
0: I thought it was better than it had any right to be because <laughs> when you think of main adventure, Michael Elgin main eventer, Jay Lethal, going against Adrenaline Rush, who you know on their own are great wrestlers, but as a team haven't really accomplished that much. Mm. You wouldn't expect it to be this competitive a match, and I'm glad it was. It was a very, very good match. Yeah, it was. But it kind of took me a bit by surprise how much time they were given and how competitive they made Adrenaline Rush look.
1: I guess it kind of makes sense. This is one of the issues we had with the result on papers that they are actually a tag team, whereas Elgin and Lethal aren't. So I suppose they had to make it somewhat competitive. Otherwise, it'd be silly if they just went in and squashed them.
0: True. I mean, remember Elgin and Lethal have teamed up together before. Remember Border Wars?
1: That's true. Yeah, they have teamed
0: up. So that's, that's what I started thinking of while I was watching this. But there is a weird spot at the end of this match where Jay Lethal is going to go hit the top rope elbow. Oh, and
1: and Elgin did Elgin's it. Elgin was
0: just like no, and he does it. <laughs> what was that about?
1: Why not? Elgin wanted to. As Adam Cole said, he's just stealing the spotlight.
0: That was very weird.
1: <laughs> also, that's another thing I actually found weird. Where were the commentators? Was all the commentary done in post? Because
0: I kept on looking for, them, but I did not see them.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking, is Adam Cole? Uh, sorry, is Elgin going to go over and slap Cole or something when he keeps talking about him during the match? But. I couldn't see them anywhere, so I get the feeling they did it in post, which is perfectly fine. It was just sort of weird because there was this one table, but the commentators weren't on there.
0: Unless oh, so they were kind of sitting because they had a production area, you could see it while you're watching the video. Ah, kind of farther back because you could see like the laptop, I guess, where they were playing the entrance songs from. So uh, they might have mm-hmm. been sitting further back there, like in a darkened, like a darker area.
1: <laughs> the dark. Just, yeah,
0: just, just trying to hide Kevin Kelly from everybody.
1: Uh, do you remember when? The old TV tapings, um, they haven't done it in a while, but when the commentary table used to be absolutely miles away.
0: Yeah, it was like somehow like tucked behind the bleachers, yeah. like they couldn't even barely see the ring.
1: <laughs> and then I just remember Prince Nana appearing up there and destroying the table, it <laughs> like flipped over a balcony. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the show in Hopkins. Um, yes, yeah, so it was a great tag team match between the two. Um, then we got to the Honor Rumble, which was had 15 participants. And number one was Jay Lethal, who had literally just been out for his match, um, teaming up with Elgin. And number two was Matt Taven. Um, Then we had, I can't remember, I haven't wrote down the order, unfortunately. But we we discussed the participants last week. Um, It was nice to see Delirious appear and sort of Adam Cole's reaction to how that um, is a disgrace to the championship and stuff like that. And he was instantly chucked out.
0: I love it when that happens to wrestlers. (laughs) For some reason, that, that always makes me laugh.
1: So, what did you think of the Honor Rumble?
0: To me, Battle Royals are only interesting for the first five minutes or so, and then the novelty quickly wears off until the very end. Mm. And this went at least 20 minutes. I think it bordered on half an hour. Yeah, And that was entirely way too long. But I still think there was some good done in here. I think they made it Matt Taven looked very good. Here. Yes, I was going Since to say that. He, he started number two and was what p- part of the final four?
1: Yeah, didn't he eliminate um, Eddie or Davey? I know he got a big elimination on. He,
0: he, I, yeah, he eliminated Eddie Edwards. Uh, we had, we had. What else did we have?
1: Cheeseburger appeared.
0: Cheeseburger appeared. He he had some fun spots in there. But there, mm. but I kind of wish. I know I just said this made Taven look good, but I kind of wish he would have gotten eliminated sooner, but. I have have an idea that I could have set up something in the future where Taven eliminates two or three guys, eliminates Eddie Edwards, maybe throws out Cheeseburger, but then have (laughs) another, like, you know, smaller, like lower mid-card wrestler, like Fedarius Thomas, run in and eliminate Taven while Taven's celebrating a big elimination to set up a future TV title shot.
1: Yeah, to try and get some storyline coming out of it because, from what I recall, I could be wrong, but the only thing they sort of set up or continued forward from this was when Silas Young was eliminated by Mark Briscoe and then pulled him out from under the bottom rope and started beating him up again.
0: And that's something else that kind of bothered me because Silas Young repeatedly slammed Mark Briscoe's head against the barricade, correct? Yes. Who had just
1: come back from a concussion in in storyline.
0: So you would think that Mark Briscoe would be out a good little bit of the match.
1: <laughs> he got straight back in. Didn't
0: he, he got back in the match like not even two minutes later.
1: And then won the damn thing as well.
0: So I think what they were trying for would have been a lot more effective if Bobby Fish would have eliminated everybody at the end like he did, mm. and forgot about Jay or Mark Briscoe even being in the match and him coming back in and eliminating him like that.
1: Yeah. If yeah, if if they had to have Mark Briscoe win, then that would probably would have been the best thing. Um, I liked it when Bobby Fisherpin just didn't want to get in the ring at all. He was the last guy out, and he just sort of pushed up. <laughs> he was up out
0: and... there just stretching. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, that was the Honor Rumble. It's hard to judge Battle Royals, as you said, really, but it was okay. There's nothing really bad to say about it. Um, then we had Michael Bennett defeating Eddie Edwards with his signature power driver.
0: Um, that power driver looked amazing.
1: Yes it did yeah. I was kind of hoping they <clears throat> excuse me would have won with the top rope box office smash that Eddie Edwards like counted by back flipping out of it. But then I thought well, I suppose he has to win with the power driver really to get it over for his match with Steen, but I actually but enjoyed this match more than I, I thought.
0: I loved this match. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised.
0: And I'm not just saying that cuz the crazy backflip out of the top rope box office smash mm. which was amazing, but Eddie Edwards has become one of my favorites to watch again in the last few months because he's developed the personality that he's been missing for quite a while just the way he interacts with the fans and the camera and just every, like it's in general yeah. getting the fans a lot
1: yeah he's become a lot back. more
0: fun to watch he used to be a guy who comes out has a very good match then leaves now he's a guy who comes out has fun still has that very good match mm. and leaves you remembering exactly what he did yeah and just I did that this pile driver at the end though was just brutal looking.
1: It was, yeah, I, yeah. I was honestly surprised how much I enjoyed this match, considering we have we have seen it a few times before, haven't we? On on sort of late this sort of time last year, I believe they were having that rivalry. The brutal Bob got involved, and yeah, I, I was definitely impressed with this. So good stuff. I don't know what else to say really. Um, then we had a match. To be honest, like when the Bennett Edwards match happened, I thought, oh, all right, it's going to be TV title match next. And then it popped up on the screen, Kevin Steen versus Jimmy Jacobs. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. So it was a nice yeah, surprise. Yeah, I,
0: I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, yes.
1: I think it's because neither of them were in the, on a rumble. So you just completely forgot about them because pretty much everyone else was in it. But apart from Steen and Jacobs and Elgin wasn't in there either. Um, So this match was really good. It was sort of, it, it told a story where Jimmy Jacobs was, trying to do as much damage as quickly as possible to win because of how important these series are to him. I don't know if you saw that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was that spot where he tried to spear him off the apron through a table, but I think it was one of those Japanese tables from Botchimania because it just didn't break. And how a table cannot break from Kevin Steen going on it.
0: Must be like a steel reinforced <laughs> table or something.
1: That was crazy. So yeah, it was, it was very short, but they packed as much action as possible into this, and I think it... It fit in well on the card, and it was a good match, and I enjoyed it. So uh, I don't know what you think.
0: Yeah, I was surprised by how short this match was. It, I went back and timed it. I think it was about eight minutes. Hmm. But those, it wasn't, I know it didn't crack ten minutes, but it was insane the amount of stuff they are able to fit in on this. It's yeah. like they just went for every signature move they had in their books, which makes sense because Jacobs is trying to get his, get the title shot at the Dearborn show.
1: And his to, job, not just the title
0: shot. Exactly, and he's, so he's trying to do everything he can to end it quickly to make sure he has that. Mm. And Steen, you know, I guess, kind of saw what Jacobs was going for and knew if if he continued doing what he was doing. And I'm getting so many freaking phone calls right now, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but Does
1: you need to go and take that, I can talk to the RH for force.
0: Yes, please do.
1: Um. So yeah, I, th- I think uh, perhaps you could say that Kevin Steen was trying to end it really quickly to stop Jimmy Jacobs from getting a job, perhaps. You, you, you know, he was part of that big scum feud, so maybe there's that element to it as well. So I definitely think this was a, a good match and it was sort of a perfect length and it told a good story. So, yeah, nothing to sort of complain about there at all. Um, I don't know if John's back yet, but... I am back. There we go. Up next, we had the TV title match as Matt Taven successfully defended the belt against Davy Richards and Roderick Strong... Um, i think scarlet wins the award for most pointless skirt ever it must have been about five centimeters long <laughs> it was insane um and at the start of the match davy slaps scarlet on the ass and then runs around the entire ring side <laughs> for a victory lap climbs on the top rope and then howls and then at one point i think after the hoop bar has got outside the ring he was sort of wiggling his crotch at them. And it, it's a different Davy that it's more sort of what we saw at Night of Hoopla, I think, where he's as this you say with Davey Eddie Edwards
0: Yeah, this, this is the Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards I want from now on. Not the serious promo followed by Dan Seven. Davy Richards and I'm Eddie Edwards. And we are the American wolves. I want the, this The American hunt wolves. is on. <laughs> yes, I I want this fun loving American wolves.
1: Yeah. It was it was it's good to see that different side of him. And uh, there was one point it was really early on in this where Davey Richards and Roderick Strong were, I think, yeah, for the first couple of minutes, they were both teaming up on Taven and just beating the crap out of him. And Kevin Kelly decides to chime in and say that Davey and Richards legitimately despise each other, which was clearly evident in their teamwork. (laughs)
0: Uh, There's another moment I forgot to mention during the Honor Rumble when Davey Richards first came in the match. He charged directly at Kyle O'Reilly, started beating him down. That happens for a good 10 to 15 seconds. And then Kevin Kelly goes, do you think when David Richards enters this match, <laughs> he would go after Carl O'Reilly? Or will he go after Matt Taven, who he has the TV title match with later?
1: I think um, Cole can call him just out. Like,
0: yeah. yeah, he's like, he's already going after O'Reilly.
1: <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. And, and there was another one. Um, actually, we forgot all about these Kevin Kelly things. In the no, Michael we try Bennett,
0: to forget about as much Kevin Kelly as we can. That's true.
1: In the Michael Bennett-Eddie Edwards match, when they were talking about the glory behind the main events and the champions versus the all-stars and explaining the rules and everything the two-hour time limit and all that nonsense and he was saying oh if anyone pins Adam Cole and then he cut himself off and said soaring and scoring because Eddie Edwards did a dive and he sort of I don't know if it's like Tourette's for him he just can't control it He has to say it <laughs> when that happens but he he said soaring and scoring and then never explained what happens if anyone pins Adam Cole. So John, I don't know what happens. You'll have to tell us in the news because there could be fans who have watched this Hopkins show and have no idea what happens if they pin Adam Cole. Do they get a prize? They get some cake? What happens? I have to find out in the news. Um,
0: that's that's called the ultimate cliffhanger. Kevin Kelly <laughs> just did. He will make you. That will make you buy Glory by Honor just to see what he's talking about.
1: What the stipulation is.
0: Yeah, like what happens.
1: Um, so I think we were on the TV title match, the Triple Threat. I enjoyed that match. I thought it was good. I don't know what else to say about it to be honest. There was I some it uh... was
0: good, but I'm still burnt out on the Davey Richards and Roderick Strong interaction that we've saw so many times during Jim Cornette's. Oh, run. there wasn't
1: that much interaction between the two of them, though, unless I'm But just... they were still
0: in the same match and I don't want to see that for <laughs> the <another> next 5 years. <laughs> That's how much their like interactions between 2010, 11 and 12 just burnt me out on them <laughs> wrestling each other.
1: I like how, um, I think it was the end of the match, Silesia ran in <laughs> to give a, a, I don't know, a Samoan drop or something to to Davey, who was able to counter it into an ankle lock on her. And then that resulted in Taven capitalising to pick up the win by rolling Davey up and um, grabbing the tights. He did actually hit the climax on Roderick Strong, which didn't look very effective for some reason. Was it just me? It just didn't look that devastating this time when he used it on Strong, but... Overall, it was a a, a fine match. It, it's, it's weird because for Taven, this should be a huge victory, beating Davey and Roderick Strong in the same match, but it kind of feels like not that important. Is it just me?
0: I completely agree. It's like they're treading water until they can find something important for Matt Taven to do.
1: Mm. I mean, I'm worried he's going to lose the TV title It. Final battle. I want to say. I think there's a no more contendership match. We'll talk about later. So why?
0: Why are you like legitimately worried about that? Is that that like <laughs> bothers you? I and don't... you stay awake and like uh, it can't happen. It cannot happen. Because by How the time they... final by the time final battle rolls around, he would have had a ten month title reign. Wow.
1: Almost. Yeah. When um, I think it was Kevin Kelly pointed that out. I was, I was like, what? How has he been champion for so long? Not really. D- I mean, he's got some big wins, but every single one has hoopla involved. So, or the ones that we remember anyway. So, it's very strange. Anyway.
0: I think Matt Taven, I think he works well as this kind of hoopla champion. But for some reason, I just think, see him as more of this kind of like babyface kind of wrestler. Just the way he carries himself. I always thought he'd be better as a babyface. And I, I don't know why. It just, hmm. I just decided to throw that out there.
1: Um, then we
0: got to our main event, which
1: was for the Ring of Honor world title. And uh, as Adam Cole defended against Mark Briscoe, winner of the Honor Rumble, who was actually competing in his third match of the evening. So... Is you not know, Briscoe Mania? Yeah, yeah, this is the equivalent of that Harsel Mania show we had a couple of years ago, where he wrestled three times. So this will be forever known as Briscoe Mania. And uh, Adam Cole won the match by, I believe... For, yeah, Mark used a J driller. Um, Cole kicked out by putting his foot on the rope or his, he grabbed the rope and then he sort of feigned an injury pretending that he couldn't move or he, he was injured or something and then he used that sort of distraction to capitalise hit the Florida key pick up the win and then uh, he quickly scurried away as Jay Briscoe appeared and uh, he was being held back by security and Cheeseburger that the fans recognised and started chanting Cheeseburger to end the show <laughs> um, so what did you think of the main event?
0: I hated the ending so much so very much because there is no consistency between when they check on wrestlers like that to make sure they're okay and when they just call it off saying, Oh he's knocked out
1: I <laughs> I kind of liked it the ending in a way because if you remember when these two had the last last had a match, um Mark Briscoe took some move and was, you know, having uh concuss like symptoms or whatever. Um, and then Adam Cole, instead of letting Todd Sinclair check on him, super kicked him in the head and gave him a J driller. Whereas in this case, where, yeah, which makes sense. But in this case, Mark Briscoe was sort of letting Todd Sinclair check on him, which obviously then backfired as Adam Cole was able to.
0: to Well, isn't the point of a wrestling match to hurt your opponent to where you can pin him? (laughs) Pretty much. If you hurt where you can pin him, get back on him. Don't let the referee see, oh, is he okay for me to fight again? (laughs) That's just something that really annoys me and I hated it.
1: I thought the main event was okay.
0: I thought the rest of the match was pretty decent, just that ending. And I know why they did it, I just didn't like it.
1: Mm. It wasn't the, I wouldn't say it was the best match of the night, but it was What would you
0: say the best match of the night is?
1: As I said that, I sort of thought, what was the best match? Because
0: I don't think there was a single best match, but there were three matches that really stand out to me. The opener, I thought, was very good. Hmm. The Adrenaline Rush versus Michael Elgin and Jay Lethal match.
1: That might be my favorite one.
0: And then the Steen-Jimmy Jacobs mm. sprint. Eight minute sprint.
1: This is a, a consistently good show, I would say. Yeah, there,
0: uh, yeah, there's a lot of very good, but I don't think anything great.
1: Yeah, there's nothing that's like a standout that we'll be using in sort of match of the year discussions at the end of the year, but it was a solid show. Um, and, I, and I'm
0: happy having consistently good solid yeah, reviews. Yeah. I, I, I really do would... have this. Than like a like a one match show, I think, because yeah. this is a lot easier to sit through.
1: Exactly. I'd complete I'd recommend this show, to be honest. It's uh it's kind of what a a B show should be, I think. Where it's consistently good, but there isn't that great, you know, match of the year style match. They're saving those for the big events. But they have something like this that's solidly good. Yeah, I think that's uh I I'd definitely recommend it. I know we'll have a, a written review coming to the website soon.
0: Yes, I will write a review for the website, and I'm trying to decide what I want to give the overall score because I think it's better than the 3.5, but it's lacking the great match it needs to give it a four. So I wish we could do I give it a 3.75, but I'll figure <laughs> that out.
1: <laughs> our review system does not currently support that, but I can always change it if needed. Um, so that wraps up our review or roundtable discussion of the A New Dawn. Oh, I keep I think I'm going to botch it. Um, a New Dawn show from Hopkins. Um, We're going to have a review of the Baltimore show, which we'll talk about later, whenever that does appear on Video On Demand. So, now that we've wrapped up the review, we'll move on to the latest Ring of Honor news, which you can always find on our forum at rohworld.com.
0: We're going to start off with some good news for Ring of Honor fans. Wow, what the hell did I just say? Uh, I
1: don't know. Ring of Honor fans, go ahead.
0: Can, can we, can we, can we re-record that? No, just go ahead. I can't be bothered to edit it. Oh my god, I just had a minor stroke.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> about Ring of Honor fans. <laughs>
0: we will start off with some good news for Ring of Honor fans, as the American Wolves appear to be staying with the company for the time being. The two former world champions have not had calls from the WWE following their tryout several weeks back, according to a post on the ROH World Forum that cites the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and the WZR Online. Uh, the WWE has signed two performers, Dylan Mile and Leah Van Dale, per the reports, so it begs the question if the WWE is interested in American Wolves, who are currently wrestling in Ring of Honor, on a per-appearance basis. Interesting. Good, good news for Ring of Honor, but
1: unfortunate news for the wolves themselves obviously it'd be great for them to go on to bigger and better things but if they do stick around for a bit that's good i'll for... be
0: more than happy about that yeah exactly and the cards are beginning are beginning to come together for ring of hunters next two shows
1: <laughs> you are struggling today Jen, aren't you i
0: don't know what is wrong with me today
1: 107 episodes of doing the news every week and you just you can't i do just it.
0: can't i just can't do it today i i am this is not the A-team today. I don't know what I... I'm just a solid B-plus today, I think. Have
1: you you know, received anything in the post from Stephen and perhaps digested something, drank something that you shouldn't, and it's affecting your performance? Is Stephen trying to sabotage it?
0: Somebody might have slipped some risin into my sugar I put in my coffee in the morning.
1: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know
0: what's going on. But Glory by Honor 12 will take place October 26th from the Frontier Fieldhouse in Chicago Ridge. And it's currently listed as an iPay pay per view on the company's list. Still. Still.
1: Very strange. I don't, unless they've announce it five minutes before, I wouldn't expect that to be shown on iPay pay per view
0: But the card is coming together for this show. And the main event is the Champions versus Ooh. All-Stars 8-Man Elimination Tag Team match with a two-hour time limit. <laughs> oh, God. We knew this match already, but the participants have finally been announced. As RH World Champion Adam Cole... Tag team champions Red Dragon and TV champion Matt Taven will take on Michael Elgin, Jay Lethal, and the CNC Wrestle c
1: <laughs> What?
0: Matt, Michael Elgin. Yeah,
1: I don't no, know. I heard you. I'm just sort of, I don't understand these all-stars.
0: Who would you have picked for the all-stars?
1: Well, for one, I thought Jay Briscoe was supposed to be on it from the TV tapings. Or is that not happening because he's been banned by Joe Coff?
0: He's been banned by Joe Coff?
1: Oh. So, yeah. So you don't hear that? No. i got a question about it later, so we'll get to that. Um, I don't, CNC are not all-stars. They're, they're this tag team that have been sort of floating around directionless. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. With no direction for so long now how can they suddenly be considered as all stars in this main event they're both very good yes but
0: who would you have put on the all stars team then
1: you'd have elgin uh jay briscoe jay lethal and see how y- y- kevin steen
0: but i think what they're going for Roderick Strong. Who, I think what they were going for in this match was somebody who could challenge for the world title in Michael Elgin, somebody who's TV title level and Jay Lethal.
1: He's world title. He was. He, was
0: but he recently challenged for the world title, did he not? I mean, for the TV title, did he not?
1: Uh yes. So I think
0: he that's swore, what they're going swore for. Back
1: and forth between the two belts.
0: But what I think would have made more sense to me, at least, would have been like you said, Michael Elgin, Jay Briscoe,
1: Kevin Steen, and. Either Lethal, Roderick Strong, Davey Richards, champ.
0: Yeah, but, but would but what if they would have done another tag team? Who are they who would they have included? The American Wolves. But do we really want to see the American Wolves and Red Dragon again? Hmm. That's the problem with this match. It's confusing
1: because when the TV spoilers came out, everyone thought that it was whoever pins the champion gets a shot at that champion. But it's only Adam Cole. So all yeah, yeah. The if any of the
0: All-Stars pin Adam Cole, they will receive a future world title shot. And so, apparently it's only if they pin Adam Cole.
1: <laughs> they still haven't clarified if submissions allowed. Um, so it kind of defeats the point of having a TV title contender and a tag title contender in there, doesn't it? Because do, there's do no there's no opportunity for anyone to get a TV talk shot out of this, and that's pointless earning a TV talk shot anyway because all of Matt Taven's matches are for the belt so we
0: why would the... Matt Haven and Red dragon even participate in this match? What do they have to gain?
1: yeah it's, it's, it' it's it made much more sense when I'm guessing they were just incorrect reports or maybe they've changed it when if a champion is pinned, you get a talk shot. So you could have some guy getting two top shots in a hypothetical scenario if he was to pin two of the guys. So then... I
0: Okay, ideally, what would you say the best outcome of this match is?
1: <laughs> well, obviously someone's going to pin Cole, aren't they? I wouldn't be surprised if Elgin pins Cole thanks to Jay Briscoe and it sets up a triple threat.
0: I can see that happening. I would love to see either Caprice Coleman or Cedric Alexander pin Cole by a big shock and get a TV, like a, a a title match on TV.
1: But there's no TV taping slot like next year now.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because when is this title shot for? As they announced? Is it Final the future. Battle?
0: Future. The future.
1: The future, wow. Very specific. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Elgin will pin Cole, but only because Jay Briscoe will come out through the crowd, distract Cole and then he'll cut a promo saying, "Hey, I helped you get that shot, Elgin. Why don't I get it?" And then triple threat. That's my prediction.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, we also knew last week that'll it be Kevin Steen versus Michael Bennett in a pile driver versus pile driver match, <laughs> where, where I believe the winner will hit a pile driver to win.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hope, probably I hope it's in
0: a small package or something.
1: <laughs> that would be fantastic. There's just no power drivers used at all. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Ends are like a box office smash or something.
0: <laughs> and uh, Paul London will take on Roderick Strong. And there's been some new matches announced, as Mark Briscoe will take on Silas Young in a continued feud from a Silas new... Silas has to beat him here. I, I believe so.
1: It would be ridiculous if he loses again. He's, he lost to him and he was eliminated by Mark in the rumble. He's beat him up twice, yes, but now he needs to get that win.
0: And the match four of the Jimmy Jacobs trial series when Jimmy Jacobs takes on Adam Page, hmm yeah that's, that should that should be a pretty good match should should be good, yeah and Lisa varone, more commonly known as Victoria or Tara, depending on which company you like better, will be part of the autograph signing. There's no word on any other any other uh inclusion of her during the show, but she will be at the autograph signing.
1: I can't imagine her coming in to wrestle because. There is no women of honor division. So
0: finally, think, yeah, did that division just die just randomly? I think
1: Steve basically Stephen destroyed the division. He achieved everything he wanted to accomplish here, and he left. That's what happened.
0: Well, we should we should thank him for his
1: <laughs> for his sacrifice. <laughs> he's, yeah, <laughs> he's removed himself from the podcast, and doing so has destroyed the division somehow.
0: And uh, Ring of Honor's November 2nd return to Cincinnati, which is called the Golden Dream.
1: We had a lot of shape- discussion about that name, didn't we, before the show?
0: We sure did. It's, uh, it's shaping up to be a great, great card.
1: Some might uh, say better than Glory Bonner's main event.
0: Some... I'm saying better than Glory by Honor as a whole so far. Oh,
1: okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, Ring of Honor world champion Adam Cole defends against Kevin Steen.
1: There's our final battle out the window. <laughs>
0: Uh, there's a four-corner survival match where the winner gets a world TV title match at Final Battle. Whoa, Kamar- wait, 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 wait! Let me just stop you right there. Why? Because they need somebody to challenge for the TV title at Final Battle. But,
1: but any match with Taven is for the belt. So why is there a process to earn a title shot anymore? Am I the only
0: does, that just I guess, doesn't I make guess any sense to me? Or... Right to face Matt Taven.
1: So now it's a right to face Matt Taven, and so when he's on a show, if no one has earned the right to face him, we'll just get the night off because any match is for the belt, obviously. Um. <laughs> you see what I mean? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't even think shot. about that.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it makes Especially
1: sense to been... title shots for the others, but this one, no sense.
0: But, in this completely pointless match now, Tommaso Ciampa will take on Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe and Michael Bennett.
1: <sighs> Alright.
0: Who do you think will win?
1: I want Champa to win and I, to destroy Taven and win the belt but I'm worried they're going to give it to Bennett
0: aren't you the one who's been complaining for two years that Bennett didn't win the title at yeah, final that, back that
1: time yeah 2011 that time has passed now it's too late give it to Champa
0: yeah I agree I think Champa has to win some gold to give him some kind of credibility because who has he beaten yet
1: did you ever beat Jay lethal in that feud or did because he was in full and beatable mode then. I don't know if he ever actually managed to get a win.
0: I don't know, but that was a year and a half ago, if it happened.
1: And he was injured for a while, I remember. But...
0: but who has he beaten? He hasn't beaten anybody of note.
1: He must have, in the tournament. How, who did he beat to advance in the tournament?
0: <laughs> uh, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from this topic...
0: Actually, I just, (laughs) completely off-topic, I went to try to find out the results from his tournament matches. Mm -hmm. On Ring of Honor's homepage, they have Kevin Kelly's face from when Outlaw Inc. attacked him at ringside. (laughs) Brilliant. And uh, finally, the third match that's been announced for the November 2nd show is Jimmy Jacobs' fifth match in the Trials Series, when he takes on Roderick Strong.
1: (laughs) That's better than Glory by Honor, some might say.
0: It's a lot better than Glory by Honor. Yeah, and, also, but... and also on the November 2nd show, the TV title will be defended, but they haven't said against who yet.
1: Well, has anyone earned the right to wrestle Matt Taven? That is the well, question. Okay,
0: you, you could make the argument that it is Final Battle, Ring of Honor's biggest show of the year, so you might need to earn a chance to even appear on that show, <laughs> let alone... Fight yeah, you,
1: you guys under contract, you must earn the right <laughs> to wrestle on one of our events. Like, what? It seems it... silly now that stipulation's in place.
0: And that wraps up this horribly botched news segment for the week.
1: I want to touch on something quickly before we move on to whatever the next segment is. That we wanted Kevin Steen versus Adam Cole as our main event, of final battle, because it hasn't like main evented the show, unless we were completely wrong. No one corrected us, so I'll assume we were right. As usual. Yep. But here it is, just happening. What do you think about that? Should it have been? Should this match have been saved?
0: I absolutely do think it should have been saved, if not for Final Battle, because we have the Jay Briscoe and Michael Elgin situation for After- another big show later next year.
1: Mm, the anniversary show, Supercard of Honor, Border War, something like that, early next year.
0: I, I think, think Border Wars would have been perfect.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it would be, actually. Um, I think it's a, an interesting problem that Ring of Honor have is that all of their shows, or as many as possible obviously not Glory Banner in this case, but need to have a main event world title match. And it's not like the WWE where every house show they do, every show they do, they just have the same title match, don't they? Repeatedly until the pay-per-view happens and a new feud, feud starts. They need to have different matches, otherwise no one will attend the show, no one will watch video on demand, for example. So they kind of have to have a world title match. They're gonna, They kind of have to book this match at some point it's very difficult for them to save it for an actual feud, which means that if this feud were to happen, well, they've already seen it? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying.
1: Does that seem like a problem to you? I have no idea how they could solve that issue. It's just something that I, I was thinking about earlier.
0: Yeah, it's it's an issue they have, but I don't think there's really a way around it. But you could give lower level guys the you could give who's you can give this to Jay Lethal. Mm. Yeah, you can give this match to somebody. Even bringing like an outside name who's fairly well known in the area.
1: Ricky Marvin.
0: Ricky Marvin. Give it to give it to someone. Maybe to, to Tommaso Ciampa That's not a you know that's not a match people are going to buy as a main event for a pay per view. But I think that'll be a match that'd be perfect main event in a show like this. And mm. speaking of Tommaso Champa, do you know who he beat on his way to face Adam Cole?
1: go ahead he found it have you
0: silas young and michael bennett so no he didn't has not defeated really (laughs) anybody
1: yeah yeah he needs to win that belt the tv title i'm talking about um so anyway tangent aside we're now going to talk about the results from ring of honor in baltimore um does this show have a name yet not that i know of Okay, so generic show in Baltimore, which took place this past Saturday, October 5th. Oh,
0: wait, wait, no, it is the Charm City Challenge.
1: There we go, the Charm City Challenge, okay. Um, So we've got the results here, and we'll have a review whenever it appears on Video On Demand. Um, In the opener, Eddie Edwards defeated Adam Page with the Die Hard. Roderick Strong defeated Tadarius Thomas. Antonio Thomas and Caprice Coleman with the Stronghold. Outlaw Inc. defeated the Blackout.
0: And that was supposed
1: to be the Monster Mafia, was it not? I think so, yeah, but they had to pull out just their visa issues. Um, Adam Cole did a promo thanking Joe Coff for banning Jay Briscoe from the building. Roderick Strong appeared and demanded an ROH world title shot Uh, Adam Cole refused telling Strong to get to the back of the line and he talked about all the victories he has over Strong in the past like when he beat him for the TV title Um, I'm sure he mentioned Ringmasters Challenge he's beaten quite a lot recently Um, apparently Strong had already sort of run off, (laughs) it's like a scenario where the kid runs off to the parent he'd run off to Nigel McGuinness and the war title match had already been booked for the main event.
0: So why even demand it? Why not just go, <laughs> hey, I have a title match with you tonight.
1: That's why I'm confused. Maybe the report is a bit weird, but I don't know. Um, Then we have a TV title match as Matt Taven defeated Cedric Alexander. That did should Cedric...
0: be a very good match.
1: Yeah. But did Cedric earn the right to wrestle Matt Taven? When was his qualifying match for this? See, to silence. There's no no right for this match. Um Kevin Steen defeated ACH with a package power driver. Um after the match, Steen says he's gonna destroy Cole when he gets his title match at the Golden Dream. Is that right? i sure
0: there's, there's
1: two ways you could easily botch that, and I don't want to say it. Um and he also said he's gonna destroy Bennett at Glory Banner uh, twelve. And then, and then in the Jimmy Jacobs trial series, as I predicted, John, Michael Bennett defeated Jimmy Jacobs with the power driver.
0: So now Jimmy Jacobs is one and two in his trial series and must win the next two in a row to so get he, his job back. So and he, the title he will
1: beat Adam Page, and then who's the last one?
0: Roderick Strong.
1: Hmm. That'll be a good match. And he'll defeat Roderick Strong. He has to, doesn't he, to get his job? And what what does he get if he wins? Well, the, I can't remember.
0: He gets a title shot at Dearborn, Michigan. World title. Yes, because remember what? earlier this year at the at the first Dearborn show this year, he had the he had the um, what is it called the proving,
1: proving ground. ground
0: match against Adam Cole, that was really good. Favorite, that
1: was yeah. one of my
0: favorite matches of the year from Ring of Honor. So just imagine what they can do when they have a lot more time to work with in the yeah event.
1: them two main event and for the world title. I'm I'm sold. There we go. Um. So then we have the tag team title match. Red Dragon successfully retained against Jay Lethal and Michael Elgin with the Chasing the Dragon on Lethal. Um, Outlaw Ink were at ringside eating pizza during the match.
0: I want pizza. <laughs> Is there any word on what kind of pizza it was?
1: There's not yet. Yeah, we'll have to watch the video on demand to report back on what type of if you, pizza. Okay,
0: what, what, what's your prediction?
1: It's going to be a pepperoni, isn't it? Something simple.
0: I, I'm thinking, I don't know. I want to go pepperoni and onion.
1: Oh, (laughs) okay. We'll have to check back next week to find out. Um, Then we have the main event for the world title as Adam Cole successfully retained against Roderick Strong. Kevin Steen was on commentary during the match. That'll be entertaining. You were saying that earlier, weren't you? Why doesn't Kevin Steen appear on commentary? Um, He got in the ring after the match, but Bennett appeared and attacked him, and then Michael Elgin made the save. So there we go. And it was also announced that Ring of Honor will return to Baltimore in 2014. Anything to add there, John?
0: I don't think there's much we can add until we actually see the show. But on paper, this show looked, you know, the matches looked really random and thrown together. But the results all kind of make sense when they're all said and done.
1: Mm. So now we're going to move on to the questions and topics that you've sent in. There's several ways that you can send questions in for the show. Uh, you can tweet us at ROH underscore world on Twitter. You can go to our forum at ROHworld.com or you can go on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash ROHworld. I'm stalling to find the music. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was just sort of waiting for you then to do the segment, but completely forgot it's supposed to be me. Okay, so we will kick things hey, off. A team. A team, right here. Um, we don't have many questions this week, which is my fault because I forgot to ask for them until about five minutes before we recorded. However, we do have some on the forum. If the forum, There we go. F- Burnside says, great show, guys. Here's a question for next week. See, the A-Team always deliver on great shows, don't we, John? We sure do. We don't need Steven. He's gone. Um, He says that Ring of Honor recently used Joe Coff to cut the video promo banning Jay Briscoe until he's medically cleared. Uh, He assumes that Joe Coff did this instead of Nigel, because it's obviously an unpopular move, and then Joe Coff will get the heat instead of Nigel. Um and he says it's sort of a roundabout acknowledgement that the fans hate Joe Coff anyway. Which is true, because he's the one that always did those videos about how the iPad view is fine. The replay is clear when it wasn't. Um, he says, having said that, are you looking forward to having Joe Coff as an on-air heel authority figure? Do you think he'll be effective in the role are heel authority figures just, just too passe at this point?
0: I don't want to see Joe Jokov on TV.
1: No. I don't. With what's happening in WWE at the moment, I think having a heel... And TNA. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Having a heel sort of uh, authority guy is sort of overdone at this point. I mean, we've got Nigel there. Joe Jokov's not an actor, is he? He's an actual businessman. He's not a performer of any kind, so I don't know if his heel promos... Well, the shortness, he always comes across as a bit of a douche, so maybe just him being himself would get enough heat. But I think Burnside made a good point that using him to announce things that the fans don't like is probably a good idea as opposed to... I think, I think that is
0: a good idea, if, especially if it's kind of keeping him off camera and somebody says it, like a wrestler says, like, Joe Coff said this. I yeah. think it could be very effective. Do you not think <laughs>
1: him on camera at all, You know,
0: even if it's just a YouTube video? is a... Maybe, Maybe YouTube videos, maybe... The post-show things they do on YouTube.
1: The ones where but... Kevin Kelly undresses. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Maybe that's Joe Kopp's decision. <laughs> Kevin Kelly, you must take your clothes off. <laughs> but I think I think having him minimally involved could be good, but I don't want to see him on TV every week.
1: I think this, We now have a fantastic soundbite of you saying, "Kevin Kelly, you <laughs> must take your clothes."
0: <laughs> Can we add that to the House of Truth song? <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah I think they could use him in videos but I don't think him you know, coming to the ring doing a promo on the fans or anything is something really that would, I'd want to see at this point but we always say he looks like an 80s action villain so he's great for announcement that fans won't like um, what are some main event and mid-card feuds you would like to see now that the title tournament is over
0: I would That's... like to see Silas Young get a run at the TV title. I think him and Taven could be a good feud, even though it's heel heel. I think mm-hmm. you could have Taven turn.
1: Do you think what's going on with Matt Briscoe will last longer than Glory Byner? Could we see it stretch to final battle between those two?
0: I'm not sure if stretched to final battle. I think it could. I mean, wait, there is no more TV this year, is there?
1: I don't think so. I could be wrong on that. I don't believe there is. Huh. I, I I think you could have Silas cheat to win. At glory burner and then have a rubber match at final battle because yeah, I guess otherwise so. both of them are just going to have thrown together pointless matches at final battle aren't they at this point there's not enough time for something new to start with those two
0: yeah I would like to see I would like to see Cedric Alexander break away from Caprice Coleman and
1: feud with Caprice
0: feud with Caprice then maybe I think him and Jay Lethal could have a very good feud together too
1: yeah yeah, I think it is... Do you think they should just give up with C&C then? I think it's too late at this point, isn't it? I
0: think they're really building the fact that they really want that one-on-one title shot. And I think that if they lose that title shot, that Caprice could turn on... Cedric, could turn, I mean, Cedric could turn on Caprice and say, you are you know, the reason you're, you've been like held back or something so you like want,
1: that. you want Cedric as the heel during that
0: feud? Yes. Not... You can't boo a preacher.
1: You could? We had Reverend D. <laughs> Um,
0: true, true. I'd miss Reverend Devon.
1: Reverend <laughs> Deacon Batista. Um, I think I think Cedric as a face might be better. It's I don't know what it's like on the mic, that's all. So I don't know if heel promos would work. I could see Caprice doing them fine. But yeah, I think get a good feud going between those two is much better than having them just float in the tag team division for all of eternity, having about 20 Tartar shots never actually win, winning the belts. I don't think they will win the belts at this point. Because I think Outlaw Inc. are the next tag champs, which is not... I don't really want to see that.
0: I'm okay with that. I like Eddie Kingston, though.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, perhaps I'm just not that... I'll see this match with Blackout, but I've not been that impressed with any of the Outlaw Inc. stuff. I've seen that like so far. I mean, I suppose all they've done is beat up Martial Law, haven't they? Which... You know, anyone, even Adam Page can do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else? I, mean, I think they need to definitely get some feuds going for a lot of the guys. I think Roderick Strong needs something. I don't know who, I don't know what, but he's just he he's just been doing.
0: He definitely just, needs something.
1: He's achieved nothing for for so long. He's been that irrelevant. I don't know what though. He, whether it's uh, like a series of matches or if it's uh, maybe he, he does some sort of challenge series where he beats people on the card but that's sort of what he just does anyway. Random matches with people. I don't know. They need to set up something for him. I don't know who he could feud with but as long as it's not Davy Richards.
0: Yeah, yeah Even long term, what does Kevin Steen
1: do? I think this Michael Bennett thing will stretch to final battle. Do you really? Yeah. What else are either of them going to do at final battle? Well, Michael Bennett could have a TV title shot. It depends if he wins that match at the golden dream
0: yeah
1: i don't know uh, we're not we're
0: not bookers that's why we don't have a job
1: <laughs> we like to pretend we are sometimes when we talk about ring of honor but uh without i don't even have the roster page open i'm sure that's how delirious does it just sits on the roster page and just
0: it just stares at it just
1: connects the dots for a random show um so Felker pat has another question would you like to see Ring of Honor release biographical DVDs similar to what WWE releases for their wrestlers, with behind-the-scenes interviews and promos, not just matches?
0: If and they a... could do it well, absolutely. Yes, uh, I didn't realize the question wasn't over yet.
1: <laughs> and if so, which wrestlers do you think should be featured?
0: Which wrestlers? Can I just go down the list? Adam Cole.
1: You you're, just, you're just on the roster page and you're just saying names.
0: <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole, Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, the Briscoes,
1: Roderick Strong,
0: Roderick Strong, Jay Lethal, maybe Michael Elgin at this point. Hmm. Truth yeah. Martini definitely just for the documentary.
1: <laughs> I don't think the Ring of Honor could legally sell any sort of document <laughs> documentary on Truth Martini. Yeah, I, I think I I I prefer those to be honest. Watching. Rather than having a DVD that's just the same wrestler wrestling
0: yeah, yeah, when 15, I get those...
1: 20 times.
0: Yeah, when I get those DVDs, I never watch the matches. I always just watch the documentary portion.
1: Yeah, because you don't want to see the same guy wrestle repeatedly. Because obviously they have certain moves, they have a certain style, they have certain spots that we'll use repeatedly. And when you watch them over and over again in a row and with no other matches in between... It
0: really stands out.
1: Yeah, you'll go insane, so... Yeah, I definitely think Ring I should consider I don't know if it'd be profitable for them to do it. I think it's, you know, worth a shot by doing it with someone like the American Wolves, someone who's been there for a long time, trying it out and seeing how it goes. And yeah, I'd like to see it to be honest. Then we have our final two questions from DX vs NWO nineteen ninety four who says in honor of BJ Whitmer, what is your favourite BJ Whitmer match?
0: Um
1: This is a tough one for me because a lot of Ring of Honor uh, RH cast force out there will know. I've only watched Ring of Honor since was it Death Force Honor 8 or something like that? And so I've only actually seen his most recent run which consisted of the BJ Express.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they even existed.
1: <laughs> and then I only realised the other day because I was looking at the Glory Binary 11 um, card to sort of see what we were doing this time last year um, That and I just remembered how fantastic that show was and then I noticed right at the end of the card was the BJ Express taking on Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team.
0: Him, B, uh, BJ Whitmer and Charlie Haas had some very good chemistry wrestling each other.
1: They did actually. If, if you remember that, they had
0: some very good matches with each, with each other.
1: Yeah, they they worked perfectly with, like wrestling each other. It was Oh, I do miss Charlie Haas.
0: Maybe uh, it has to be something from the B.J. Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs series back in the day. Do
1: you have a specific match? or?
0: Uh, I, I can't remember any. I have vaguely remember watching them. I've, I've, I'm like you. I didn't come into Ring of Honor until 2000, late 2008, early 2009. So a lot of that was before my time. Mm. But, I, but I bought some DVDs from around that time. And I know some of them had some of the matches on there. But I can't remember which ones
1: yeah. were
0: done where. But I remember they had some very good matches. Crazy brutal matches together.
1: Mm. And his final question: Would you be in favor of seeing Drake Younger in ROH?
0: No, I cannot stand Drake Younger.
1: I, I have no idea who he is. Where does he wrestle currently?
0: He was in CZW for a while, oh but dear. now he's but now he's becoming bigger and bigger in PWG. He okay. had he was somebody who did mostly death matches, mm. but has kind of but he actually had some wrestling ability, which was I always thought was. You know why do death matches if you can actually wrestle? Yeah, and he has slowly stopped. I think he swore off doing death matches earlier this year, and he's been doing mostly normal matches in PWG. mm Hmm. But he's still using a lot of pointless weapon shots, and it's just I just can't stand it.
1: Wait, so he's not doing a death match, but he's got ridiculous weapons?
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's still, so you know, it... like getting like power bombed on open chairs and stuff like that. Hmm. Just stuff I. I I just don't like him. I've never been a fan of his. He's, he's talented. I'll get, he's absolutely talented, but I just never have enjoyed watching him. So there
1: we go. That wraps up.
0: Let's end this it. on a negative note today.
1: Yeah, that was a bad question. We shouldn't, I should probably shouldn't have done that question last. Any other topics you want to bring up, John, so we don't end on such a negative note? I am the, looking
0: forward to the golden dream.
1: There we go. When is the golden dream? November, November 2nd. So it's the week after Glory Barner. And then, it, it then what do we have between then and Final Battle?
0: We have, There's a couple shows in between then and Final Battle, actually. Uh, there's the Dearborn show, November 15th. And then there is the, a Columbus, Ohio show the next night. Then there's Final Battle. So there's still four shows in between now and Final Battle that they can use mm. to set up things. I think it, you can kind of guess the
1: direction they're going in terms of the world title. We've covered that before. In terms of the TV title, we'll find out the Golden Dream. How about the tag titles, Outlaw Rink. Do you think we'll be getting the title shot of Final Battle?
0: I believe so. I think two months is plenty of time to kind of set them up as champion as a champion. Yeah,
1: so that that's looking like the card for Final. But what
0: Battle? about like non-title matches, though? What do you are there any? There's usually like some kind of big grudge mm-hmm. that gets blown off at Final Battle, yeah. but I can't see that happening this year.
1: No, I, I think the Briscoe versus Salah Young. If they were smart, they would do that because otherwise th- there'll just be a nothing match happening where you know they'll be wrestling other people just for the sake of it.
0: So should they having... make should they make Briscoe versus Silas Young? I quit. I don't know. I... Because, because the whole thing is building up. Silas Young saying he's the last real man, and Mark Briscoe saying that's not how a man acts. So wouldn't like a man be like a man never says I quit.
1: Maybe a uh, not an I quit match like a no DQ match or something between the two. Because of the sort of backstage, well not backstage, but outside attacks on the ring and into the guardrail and stuff, I don't know. In terms of the rest of the card, like, yeah, there's not really, unless they suddenly get a feud going out of nowhere, where two guys all of a sudden hate each other, can they get the C&C stuff going before then? If if that were to happen in our fantasy world?
0: That's what I was thinking, but there's only, they're not going to have the title shot at Glory by Honor. They're not getting the title shot, as far as I know. At they're
1: they're the not. They're not owed. Stream. They're not owed a title shot, are they?
0: I believe they are owed a title shot. Well, well, fool! They've had about it, twenty pinned, of them. They they pinned Carl uh, O'Reilly at Death Before Dishonor. Remember?
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So if and you they, pin, and,
0: and, and, <laughs> if you pin a champion, you should get a title shot. That's how but, the rule always gone.
1: But what a not a Glory banner though. So not if you pin the TV champion at Glory Glory banner.
0: No, but that's, that's a different set of rules circumstances. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they've already been built up saying they've had so many title matches with outside interference. They want one more match where it's just one-on-one. They've already said that. And it's already been in a news wire and everything. So that implies they're getting a title match in the near future. <laughs> okay. Right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Maybe it'll happen at, Cinc- uh, not Cincinnati, Dearborn or something.
0: But then would that give them time to set up them hating each other in our fantasy world?
1: I just think it's a fantasy world that they're not going to split up. They're just going to lose the title shot and then earn another five next year or something. We'll have to tune in to find out. Um, so, that brings an end. to
0: episode. Is that a positive or negative way in the show? I, I guess. don't know.
1: We tried to end up in a positive way. There's got to be something positive going on, John. Come on. What are we looking forward to?
0: Uh, um, Adam Cole's continued reign as Ring of Honor World Champion.
1: I'm looking to someone finding out what his theme music is so I can listen to it with that crowd. I'm I'm intrigued. Um, and I'm looking forward to his match with Kevin Steen. So there we go. There's some positivity to end the show. Do you, do you remember when these podcasts would just be pure negativity, when Ring of Honor was really bad, like mid-2011? Is, was that when it was...
0: Say, we didn't start doing it until late 2011. So it <laughs> <couldn't>... <laughs> when was it? Oh, it was it was Like late last 20... sum, like summer of 2012. He, was it? I can't yeah, because Jim Cornette's been gone for about a year now.
1: Yeah, my mind's all messed up with the dates and stuff. <laughs> with drugs. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just end it on that note. Drugs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That brings an end to episode 108 of the ROH cast. We do hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes or let us know any of your feedback. Uh, you can contact us via email, contact at rohworld.com or Twitter at ROH underscore world or Facebook, facebook.com slash rohworld and of course the forum at ROH Tune in next week for our preview of No, it's not Glory Bonner next week, is it?
0: We talk about something next week.
1: There will be Ring of Honor discussion next week on this show. In fact, there's new TV this weekend, John. There we go. We'll talk about that. So tune in next week for the latest Ring of Honor news and discussion. And hopefully we'll be able to review the Baltimore show. So we will see you all next week.